You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle, a.k.a. Cool J. Yeah. And I'm your co-host, a.k.a. Co-Hustler, a.k.a. Young Suave Sutra, a.k.a. The Caramel Don, a.k.a. Don Tequila, a.k.a. The Donic Before the Chronic. Should I continue? I, I'm, I'm so over you. Hey, AKA you... COVID free on this side. I don't know what you looking like on that side. Yeah. Why does all your AKAs take so long? Because you know it's I, I'm always switching it up. I gotta keep it moving with the times. I gotta I gotta be chameleonaire esque. What? Okay. Anyways, I hope everyone had a great week. <laughs> I hope everything was great. I don't know what the hell. Don Suave Moosehead is talking about this moose evening. Moosehead. Because you, you <laughs> at one point was a moosehead. Chocolate moose. Well, okay, whatever. So, um, yeah, welcome. Welcome. Um, welcome. It's been a great week. Mm. Um, this has been some great podcast. Some good weather today. Oh, it was very good weather. Very good weather. Everyone was out and about. And I'll get into it. My new thing is I have walk rage. No, no longer road rage. It's turn. I have walk rage. So how does that work? Well, it works very well because I have a yeah. mask on and they, they can sort of hear me cuss them out. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Okay. okay, hold on. Let me break it down. Let me break it down. Walk rage has its uh, negatives and its positives. For sure. Um, the positive, I'm not driving. Right. And driving pisses me off. when your life in danger, right? No, driving pisses me off because I have road rage. So I no longer have road rage. But now I have walk rage. But the problem is with walk rage, they can hear me cussing them out. So in a car... You You talk to yourself, but you... In a car, they couldn't hear me cussing them out. So now with walk rage, they can hear me. There was this broad the other day. She pissed me off, man. Um... She's up on me. She's nearly walking on my heels. Mm. And I could feel her. Like I could feel something like on my back. Like riding tail in the car. Yeah. Well, it's a difference in a car. Because you're not on me and we're not having coronavirus. And that means I'm not going to die. Well, in a they car, said there might be a study that cars can actually transfer the virus from car to car. So you make it shit up. And that's fine. But the bottom line, a car has steel and it protects me or whatever yeah. car is made of. It protects me. Sure. She was literally on my heels. I turned around and I said to her, what the fuck <laughs> is what I said. And so then she got startled. I said, it's six feet, bitch. Mm. Step back. You said through the mask? Through the mask and forgetting I'm not in a car. Oh, okay. Right, right. Do you understand? So yeah. I, that's my road rage came out. 
So now it's walk rage, but they can hear me now. So I'm probably going to have a lot of fist so fights. So what did she do? Did she... she moved her ass around real quick and got away from me and got in front of me and moved. She moved really. As a matter of fact, she started running. She didn't want them problems. Okay. No, she didn't want no problems for me because I was. Ir- well, she was wrong. Why are you walking over my hill? Why are you on my hill? We are going through a pandemic where you're supposed to be six feet behind me. Mm. Is there any reason why you are literally on my hill? Maybe he's going below the speed limit. I wasn't going below. There ain't no speed limits on the sidewalk. Oh, okay. We ain't got no rules on the sidewalk. The rules on the sidewalk right now is six feet, wear a mask, keep your dogs off of me. That's mm. another thing I'm having an issue with. Yeah? Yeah. Dogs are getting the corona. Don't have them sniffing my ankles and my feet and all that. I'm not doing all that with you dogs. I love dogs. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But we're in a weird time right now. So I got walk rage right now. Word. But like I said, the difference between walk rage and road rage is be, they can actually hear me cuss them out. So that is Don Suave's imitation of me cussing someone out with a mask on my face. If y'all didn't understand yeah. anything he just did. Yeah. Spit flying all over yourself. <laughs> no, I'm good. I just literally like, yeah. So um, with mm. that being said, with the what they're doing now, and I forgot to put this in the article, but um, now... Because a lot of things are shut down and closed. Now they're making streets and things designated and they're making it uh, accommodating for walkers now because everyone's walking. Like today, like you said, it was gorgeous in Milwaukee. It was 70 degrees. I posted some stuff on Instagram. I was out by the boats, down by the lake. People are barbecuing. We're social distancing, you guys. We're not Florida because no one's doing all that extra shit but it's beautiful it's gorgeous out so everyone's out so Mm. now what they're doing is because we've been walking so much is they've like I said they're making it where the streets and things like that are accommodating I have noticed a lot of the the bars that didn't have this before are putting little seating or standing areas on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. so people can drink outside what they're doing now is um if anybody knows this, you guys know this. Anyone has seen my comedy or stand up, I always talk about how Wisconsin and, and Milwaukee and all of us, we are in the top <clears throat> 20 drunkest uh, cities in the United States of America. And so, um, what they're doing now, because, you know, we're a big city of drinkers, uh, patios are being extended. And so what they're building a lot of stuff so we can be outside when they open it up. So the hard part right now is, and we're just going to get into it. Uh, Let's get into it. Everything has been overturned. So Wisconsin's open. We just open. We out here. We out here. Apparently we made national news. Well, of course, because we out here. We out here. Okay. Wisconsin is just open. We the first state because we got everyone. The reason... The reason it's open because everybody want to go to a bar and drink. This is this is so ironic of Wisconsin. That's the only reason why we open. Well, I think if people already been drinking more than they normally been drinking, but the bars no need, no they no. they need the people no 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 young blood. I know you from the DMV. I don't know where I became Jamaican all of a sudden, but, <laughs> but listen. Young blood, I know you from the DMV. Let me tell you about the culture of Wisconsin. Okay, for sure. 
We are straight drinkers. We have a law that your kid can come to the bar with you, period. That's a law. I've seen it. Yes. I've seen that. So, <laughs> the Not point, the law, but I've seen a kid. I'm yeah, like, that's the law. That your kid could come with you. The point I'm trying to make, the reason this shit was overturned is because people wanted to go to the bar. And you notice the first thing they did, the bars were packed. Packed. But the crazy part is Milwaukee County. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is a thing where I'm so confused with this COVID, corona, whatever you want to call it. The re- I think they started to call it COVID because Corona is getting crushed in sales. Corona beer. So I think we're going to keep calling it COVID so Corona don't use any- lose any more money. And then there's a new thing, Kawasaki, that's killing the kids now that's with the co- COVID. So, yeah, that so that motorcycle. That. Yeah, there's some new shit going on. But the bottom line is um, Wisconsin. Let's go back to my crazy-ass state. The main reason was for it because everybody wants to drink, period. But Milwaukee County, and, and what I was saying before, everything is so confusing. Uh, Milwaukee County is still sticking to the stay at home to May 26th. Safer at home. Or safer at home. It's a little or what, whatever. Yeah. It's still staying at home. And then um, the suburbs and the rest of the states they are drinking already I mean the rest of the cities and all that are open the bars yeah. are open yeah. Milwaukee's not they're getting it in so but you could go to a suburb which is 10 minutes away like I can go literally 10 minutes away being a suburb and go to a bar if I want to I choose not to because I um I know my people in Wisconsin and I know when they get drunk they lose ambition. They don't know what they're doing. They're going to hug you. They're going to spit in your face. They're going to forget to put a mask on. they just going to... Mm. I'm just not... I'm not ready for all that. I'm yeah. not ready for all that. No. Not ready for the hugging and kissing and stuff? It's not only that. No. I'm saying is I know drunk people <laughs> in Wisconsin is going to forget the fact that there's a pandemic. They're going to get fucked up and people going to be sharing shots and spitting on people and doing... They just get out of spitting control. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Not on purpose. Just get drunk. They talk. Spit on you. I ain't, I ain't get in your eye <laughs> and all that. I ain't, I ain't getting. I, well, you not you not from these parts. I know. I can. So tell I, I know my people. Yes, I know Wisconsin very well. So what I choose to do is uh, I'm gonna chill out. It's not that serious. The thing I'm excited for is I'm waiting for the comedy clubs to open up. Word. And um, I did get emails from the bookers. And um You got dates in July or something though, right? Well they yeah, they said things are opening up so they're shooting us dates. Zany's, one of my favorite clubs in Chicago. Um, they hit me up and said, Hey, as soon as things are clear, we up so that made me feel good. They yeah. did. Cause I was like, Whoa, what's going on? So I'm just gonna wait patiently. I'm only concerned about the club. I'm not so Concerned about going to a bar, to be honest. That's not like, I'm not eager. So the minute they had that, I know it was national news. Yeah. I mean, you saw the headlines, everybody see everybody yeah. at the bars. Yeah, and so my my partner told me from, 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 the, from the DMV, he was like, I was like, hey, I sent him a link that we opened. He was like, yeah, y'all on the news. Yep. My, <laughs> mom, like, oh, shit. my okay. mom called me from Vegas. And yeah. she was like, hey, I see Wisconsin's open at the bar. Ain't you, are you at the bar? I'm like, no. She's like, why? I said, because you guys need to really listen to the news. The, the way this 
shit is worked. It's so confusing. It's like everyone has their own set of rules. But Milwaukee is not open. But if I go five minutes out of Milwaukee, I can go to a bar. If it's that serious. Where the owners of the bars live. Right. And, and I'm, and it's not that serious for me. So, anywho, I don't know how we got into all that. I don't know where we just we went. About but for no Zanies. reason. So, yeah, Zanies. No, so you, you, just, you just threw that up there because you saw that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we just, I just threw that up because I guess it's because it's on the news. They saw Wisconsin. Um, they won. But the crazy part is um, they won the overturn. The Republicans did. And um, but they have no plan to like open up. You mean they have no plan on how we gonna do it? But we open, <laughs> we out here. That's why I said. So this is my thing. This is I'm gonna get this off my chest. This might be my rant. And before I start that, let's start off with a shot. We just went into some old. Let's let's start out with our shot. Speaking of speaking of here drinking culture, yes, here we're we go. gonna we're gonna take a shot. And and this podcast is unofficially <laughs> sponsored by. Our exclusive sponsor, because I don't know if they sponsor anybody else unofficially. I don't even think they know they sponsor us. <laughs> well, you know, they're going to learn eventually. Okay, and, one day. And our sponsor today is uh, it's a fine tequila. Okay. Uh, straight out of uh, Jalisco, Mexico. Shout out to Jalisco. <laughs> um, you know, what's up, hombre? Um, and uh, chica. And um, this right here that we're taking a shot of is the Blanco. Um, it's uh, ag- Agave Azul. <laughs> 100%. And it's brought to us by our, our buddies and pals out in tequila uh, land. D- uh, where's tequila land at? <laughs> Where is that at? Uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. It's Mexico. Your... Okay, Mexico. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Jorge uh, Clooney. Why is this taking so long for this damn sponsor, this commercial? I mean, we got to pay the bills. We okay. got to pay the bills. So, George Clooney? Jorge Clooney. <laughs> Jorge Jorge Colony, okay. <laughs> I didn't know we knew him like this. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and another guy that I never know his name, but uh, <laughs> can you pronounce it? Looks like Randy. <laughs> so we'll call him uh, Randy uh, Auburn. So Jorge and Randy. Shout out to y'all, and this is this is for y'all. Appreciate the sponsor. Yes, we appreciate the sponsor. One hundred. Here it is, to Jorge Salute. and Randy. Salute. Salute. <laughs> mm. Woo. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Y'all, y'all, that's deep. So, what we get into next? Well. Don Suave. Do we want to talk about the podcast episode that we did? Yeah, I think we want to get into, um, let's get into the last podcast because we both really enjoyed it. The last podcast, if you guys didn't catch it, it's episode 51. Please go back and listen to it. It's a gem. Matter of fact, you know what's crazy about episode 51? What is crazy? It's the year that Pops was born. 1951? 1951. Right on. So it's only, I don't know if you believe in numerology. I do. It's special. That's dope. Yeah. That's super dope. 100%. Wow. And we did it on May. It wasn't the first, but. (laughs) But I mean, you know. I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) It was the 11th. So 5-1. 5-1-1. 5-1. May 11th, right? Was it? No, it wasn't. 
Nah, wouldn't allow. It wasn't eleven. You was doing too much on nah, that one. I forgot. It's not. It's no longer Friday. Okay, so it's Saturday now. So it's May tenth. That was May t- five one still. May tenth. May tenth was it? Yeah. Oh, it was May tenth. Hundred percent. Five one. Good. Yeah. That's why it came together. I do believe in that. Yeah. I do. I do. That's dope. And then yeah. Uncle Richard passed away. What day did he pass away? That was on the Saturday, right? Saturday morning? It was Saturday. Was it Saturday <clears throat> morning? Which was the ninth? But I, that doesn't mean anything. It was Saturday morning. Um, about one, probably one, two o'clock yeah, in the that, morning. Yeah, that, I don't think this number, are we going to stop? But, <laughs> we're going to stop. Episode 51, we brought Pops in. Yes, we brought it. Yes, we and did. And the date was 5 yes, one, zero, we brought so. in Pops. For 51, five, he was born in 1951, and then we also brought him in because of uh, Uncle Richard passing away. Funny story, he'll probably tell his story on a future episode, but he went a whole year and didn't know how old he was. Yeah, I, we talked about we that. We talked about that? Yeah, in, we already another, did that. Another yeah, episode? we did that already, Don he, found that, he found that pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. We talked about Because I told him, you were born in 51, right? He was like, yeah, 51. Yeah, we talked. <laughs> we we did this already, Suave. Yeah. Did you forget? But it's a fun fact. They can go back and listen to it on episode. Is that like? Yeah, on his birthday when we were hanging out, and our cousin yeah. brought a forty ounce. That was a forty two ounce of OE. And that's when we. That's where me and pops because I kept thinking the same thing he was yeah. thinking. Yeah. That's when we discovered that we. Me and pops discovered we were wrong. But I don't think the people know that 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 was a funny story. But he'll tell it himself. Because he tells it a little more funnier. Cause, yeah. Cause, okay. Yeah. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but we covered this already. We okay. covered it. We, we Yeah, but, but we pops on. <clears throat> but yeah, we did that episode, and he kind of started telling his story about how he met Little Richard, how he ended up suing him, and uh, the Joe Frazier and the knockouts. and That's the funny story. <laughs> I mean, you know what I love so much about the last pop, uh, pop episode? Episode. Pop. pop episode. It was Pops. Pop episode. The last episode, what I liked so much about it was that there is so, there's so much, what is it? So much content in what he was saying. There was so much. We didn't even get, I mean, we're it's, we're doing part two. You'll yeah. get part two is coming up because we're going to do that in uh, tomorrow. But we never really got into the meat of Little Richard. We, there was so much stuff before that. That led up to it. That makes that makes his relationship with Richard so significant. Yes, because he has such a story leading up to it. Yes, and just going through how they left Milwaukee on a whim, and then signed with Isaac Hayes in Memphis. And Isaac Hayes always popped up everywhere. They left Isaac Hayes on a whim and went to California. Right. Met little Richard, and then this was after they. Left a club that they worked at. This, Richard just, just pulled right, up. Right, pulled up. Like it, and then they left Richard and Isaac Hayes just popped pops up. Pops up again. Then they leave Isaac Hayes and little Richard pops right. up. So for you, got, for you youngsters who don't understand who Isaac Hayes, little Richard and all that saying, um, do some Googles. Because yeah. these are some legend people that um, have, put it this way, music wouldn't be what, what it is today in at our all. culture. At all. And, and, and to be honest, in the mainstream. Period. Anything rock and roll. Any rock and roll was Uncle Richard. Period. And he and he kind of when he was out at that time, it wasn't considered. It was considered like race music. It was considered 
it was black because it was segregated. So right. He, so yes, it, it wasn't even mainstream rock and roll at that point until he had those big hits. And Pat Boone, it's like a white singer, covered his music yep. or stole it, but covered his music. And then that kind of opened the door for him to where he would even be considered the king of that. So, yeah, it's a big. And then Isaac Hayes, you know, if you if you heard of Shaft, he's, he wrote the score for that. He won a Grammy back then yep. for that. And he was the king back then, so... And, and it's that, so crazy. I think I think um, Shaft uh, did they redo Shaft or Soul Man or something where Bernie Mac and Shaft was in a, a movie together. Bernie Mac and Shaft. Yep. And then um, they both died that following year, I believe. I can't remember. Mm. Um, I think it was Soul Man was called or something. I don't remember. I'm not going to. We can. I guess we can look it up, but I'm not going to look it up. You can look it up. But they were in a movie together, uh, Isaac Hayes and Bernie Mac. So rest in peace in both of them. So Isaac Hayes is still here. Isaac Hayes has passed away, sir. Are you serious? Okay. Wow. Um, wow. To my no reason listeners, I'm going to apologize for Don Suave right now. Um, I don't know if it's tequila. And we're going to discuss this new drink he's on called the Donic. And the Donic might have done it. But... um. Yes, Isaac Hayes and Bernie Mac, and we all know this, was in a movie called Soul Man, I think. And um, and then they, I think they passed away like the following year or something, or the year that the movie came out. It was really, it was bizarre. But the reason mm-hmm. I bring that up because I'm a comedian, so I always think of comedians, and I just remember Bernie Mac being with Isaac Hayes. Yeah. But um, with that being said, though, what I love so much about the last podcast that it was so good. You guys definitely have to listen to it. My pops dropped some gems. He talked about some good times. And he has so many more stories. It's ridiculous. Um, so he will be on the next uh, episode 52. We'll be back with dad. He's going to tell more stories. And, and um, episode 52 is when he actually is going to talk about Little Richard. We talked so much, we never got to it because there were so many good stories and so much good things that went on before that had happened. And how, but but it, ironically, though, it did show how Little Richard constantly was in his life, though. So it wasn't like he just met him when he became a permanent band member. Little Richard, throughout the years, and Isaac Hayes, I don't know, him and Isaac Hayes and Little Richard was just... I would say he, he's definitely probably his, his longest running band member out of everybody. Oh, no, he yeah. is. But I'm just saying it was just ironic. Like, there's a lot of correlations. I'm not going to give, um, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm going to let dad tell more about his time with that. I think that's where we should leave it at that. Um, and I think one episode, I think we will... Um, I think Suave and I will share our moments with Little Richard. I don't know if you want to do it now, if you want to do it a different time. It doesn't matter to me. Um, mm. We could do it another time. We'll do it next episode. Yeah, next episode yeah. we'll talk about our special moments that we have with Uncle Richard. I had a lot of special ones with him and Suave did and the rest of our siblings. I don't... Uh, Kim and Tanya. Those are our uh, other uh, siblings. But anyways... Um, so yeah, it was a very good episode. I was, uh, you seriously, you guys, y'all really need to listen to, um, 51. You really need to listen to it. You really need to listen to, um, episode 51. It was really, really, really good. Um, and as a matter of fact, because of that, we're going to have, um, 
Pops come on for the for the for a few more episodes, and we're gonna dedicate to him talk about his stories. And I know some of you youngsters don't know who any of these music, musicians are, and some of you guys do. But I'm telling you, if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have what would we have no, now. We wouldn't. Yeah. I was in a well, like for example, he had him him and Usher were real good friends. Usher and who? Dad. Little Richard. Little Richard. Yeah. 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 So, like, if you're familiar with Usher, obviously. Well, they know who Usher is. Yeah. Yeah. But that influence, he was like his mentor. Right. So, you know, countless artists. There's no Prince. There's no Young Thug. Right. You know, all those type of artists that kind of use the same model. Little Uzi Vert. I like Uzi Uzi Vert. Vert, A little bit. Yeah. But anybody that took that model of kind of like looking provocative. It started with him, and he took all the the hits because of that back then. Because it was just the fifties, and he you know he was black back then. Well, he and was black. I didn't know. Oh, back, Little Richard was black. Yeah, back then he was black. <laughs> I didn't know he was black. But you know, I heard something new. Oh my god! I mean, Good golly, Miss Molly, <laughs> he was black. He took off the makeup. He was still... I didn't know he was black. <laughs> but you know, wow. back, but you combine all that together back then. It's like a shock value. Now it's not well, so much. Well, Dad told me a story, and I, I, I'm going to ask him to tell it. Um, James Brown used to imitate Little Richard. So James Brown used to wear lighter makeup to look like Little Richard. And the ironic part is that Little Richard wears lighter makeup because if you see Little Richard in real life, he's almost as dark as James Brown was. Yeah. So it was ironic. James Brown used to imitate Little Richard all the time. So I'm going to let Dad tell that story. He could do better justice with that. Um, and James Brown used to love Pops, if you learned that in that in our uh, episode last oh, yeah. week. James Brown used to love him. Isaac Hayes. Used to, so it's good shit. <laughs> it's good shit, y'all. It's good shit, man. It's good Earth, shit. Fire, like, you'll probably get it. Yeah, we're going to get into it. So we're going to dedicate... Um, so you're going to get two episodes a week moving forward because we're going to do our normal Don Suave, Suave Caramel Head, Moose Head. You ain't get none of the names right. Di- I don't know what the hell you call yourself, but we're going to put it. That's you. At least I know your name. We're going to, because um, I stay the same. We're going to um, give you two a week now because we're going to have a, a series where we just have dad um Talk and he and we might have some surprise guests. Who knows what we're gonna do? And we're gonna call him. it the generation gap. Yep. And we're gonna call it generation gap. And the reason we're calling it a generation gap, you guys probably don't know this, so to give you a background, me, my dad, and my brother are the only people that had gaps in our family, in our teeth. And gaps in our teeth. On top of and the generation comes from I'm a millennial. I'm Jizzle a generation, generation X, X, and Dad is a baby, baby boomer. So we it's all three had, different generations. And the crazy part is, we no longer have our gaps. All our gaps are gone, and it, it, but we had gaps in our teeth. They like grew together. Yeah, and something had happened. Um, Suave grew together. Pops grew together. I got braces. I ain't gonna lie, but I got it at you went Hollywood. Well, I, I kind of went Hollywood. I grew up in the suburbs. White people are mean, um, so <laughs> they are. Mean. No, just white people. No, white people with big lips, gap. No, I'm just playing. Black people go on you. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to kick a field goal. Keep still. <laughs> 
My gap wasn't that damn big. It oh, wasn't okay. a field goal. I mean, I ain't... I'm going to talk about you. Yeah, I was just saying. You I got a little... All, I got a real sick for the What? What you mean? No. But, um, I'll just... But I didn't get... I got my gap closed, like, when I was, like, 30. So, it wasn't like I did it. I rocked it. I loved it. And to be honest... You can always get it reopened if you want. To be honest, when I thought it after it was said and done, I was like, damn, I kind of could have just kept rocking it. I was doing just fine with it. And the crazy part is, and this is a backstory, I closed it before I met dad. So when I met him, I was like, damn it. <laughs> That's where that gap came from. Because I couldn't understand where the gap in my teeth came from. Mm. And then when I saw him with it, then I was like, damn, why didn't I keep it? Then I was like, you know, I would have been like, oh. But anywho, I'm glad I didn't because yours closed and yeah. Pop's closed. Y'all no longer have a gap. So then I would have been yeah. the only one with a gap. I don't think yeah. mine would have closed. I don't think you it would have. So? I don't know, man. I don't know how that shit works. I got braces. I don't know how y'all shit closed. Either, I don't know how y'all shit closed <laughs> without help. I don't know what y'all was doing. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, we're calling the generation gap. That's the reason why we're calling the generation gap. Because we all had gaps in our teeth. And we're three different generations. So look forward to that. You're going to have two episodes Ace a week generaciones. now. And you know what? That might be our sponsor. Who's our sponsor? What? These people don't even know they sponsor us. Who sponsored us now? It's, it's called the a, Gap Band? It's, it's called a preemptive sponsorship. <laughs> they don't have no clue. <laughs> George Clooney has no clue that Jorge, he sponsor us. Nah, oh, I'm sorry. Bro, Jorge. That's my bro. Nah, Jorge Clooney. 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 He has no idea. Yeah, All right, you guys. Let's get into it. Let's. I, we try to make it short and sweet. It never happens this way because we have time. I don't think there's anything else we had covered. We covered... I just want you guys to go back and listen to that episode, and we're going to do more with Pops. Oh, there's another thing I want to address. Um, uh, no reason, fans. Um, Suave here has got a new drink that he's um, put together. So I'm trying out, because, you know, I'm always ahead of the game. No, you're not. <laughs> when, when, it comes, when it comes to alcohol... Matter of fact, speaking of the devil, the two drinks that I was ahead of the game on was the Don... Uncle Tito, which was the Tito's and grapefruit uh, juice. Yeah, everyone was drinking Tito's. This was Suave. way before everybody was drinking. You, how do you know? Because it wasn't. Did I you couldn't find a... it nowhere? That's why. I have okay. I'm gonna yeah. let you have this that one before, if you think. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about nobody was drinking it. Like it, I was introducing it to people. Okay. And then it became popular a couple years later. Okay. So I was like, man, I got to keep it moving. I can't be. So you go, so you had to change up. From I can't Uncle be Tito's. drinking what other okay. people drink. Okay. Like that's not in my nature, right? Right on. So I discovered our sponsor, Casamigos. <laughs> yes. Jorge Clooney. Jorge Clooney. <laughs> he has Jorge. no clue that yeah. we he's sponsoring us. Hey dog, hey dog. You know, from Hollywood, Mexico. Okay. And um. <laughs> So, you know, I found that. I don't even remember where I found it. It might have been online. But I found it at okay. this one spot. Is it in D.C.? It was in, it was in D.C. It was okay. in Maryland. In, I mean, Virginia in particular. And I, I couldn't find it in no bars. Every time I go to a bar, I was trying to get it. Nobody had it. Clubs, nobody had it. I moved out here. Nobody had it. Wasn't in the stores or nothing. Moved back home. And then I think it started to pick up when by the time I got back home. Okay. Then when I came back the second time, the killer bar started had. But basically, yeah. This Can you became, get to this the point of this damn story to get this to became Donna? popular. So now we 
I'm I'm trying to figure out the next drink. What's the future of alcoholism? <laughs> alcoholism is the future of alcoholism. Yeah, okay. You know, we're trying to we're trying to keep it moving. So right now we got this new concoction called the Donic. Right? <laughs> it's a spin-off tonic, not not chronic. And um it's a little bit of It tastes like mouthwash. <laughs> I mean we're working on it. It's it's in beta. We test it. We test it. That's why I'm making make that's why Jizzle right here is the uh the, I'm the guinea the pig, pig, and I'm gonna tell me? y'all it tastes like mouthwash. <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's how everything starts. It starts okay, okay. So that's what we're drinking on today. It's called the Donic. Donic. It's pretty refreshing. It okay. sounds refreshing. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's you and your glasses. All right, we'll do another toast. You guys understand it's Friday night. We're having the Donic. Um, we're a little lit because we can't go out, <laughs> so we do a podcast on the weekends. Yeah. That's our going out. I can't go to a comedy club. I do have a um show next Friday though. Virtual. I'm starting to have doing virtual shows. So I just want you you wanna get that? No, I'm good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. Okay, so so Suave just showed me if we wanted to buy the generation gap. Um, website. I think it's like generationgap.com. Yeah, I, I think it was two million dollars when the show is right. <laughs> so, you know, we definitely not the first people. So we're not going to get that domain. Okay, for no reason, we're all over the place, you guys. It's Friday night. We lit. We're trying to have fun. Make sure you go to nolajcomedy.com. Yeah, nolajcomedy.com. Please um, go on there. And I'm actually going to start having gigs. I'm going to start having virtual, 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 virtual. 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 <laughs> I was like, hold on, you're not getting no closer. I wouldn't get no closer to that damn word. So I'm gonna start doing those. Um, I'll start posting those dates, but I'm excited because I finally got a brand new laptop because it died on me. Mm. So now I'm gonna start doing more um videos and virtual stuff. And um so I'm happy about that. And I got a brand new mic. Mic check one two one two. So that'll be dope. So we're upgrading. We're upgrading. We upgrade. We're doing things. We're we're doing things. Things are happening. So let's keep it moving, you guys. Uh, let's start with um, let's start with the last dance because that's what we do on Sundays. On Sundays, we spend time with pops. We sit down and we watch the last dance, and we listen and we listen to him talk about Magic Johnson all the damn time. Yeah, every time, every time Michael does something. Oh yeah, Magic did that back in the <laughs> He didn't win his first championship till five years in the league. You know what's so funny? <laughs> I I was talking to Pops today, and I was like, "Well, you know, the last two um, episodes in on Sunday. So what are we gonna watch on Sundays? What, what are we gonna replace? I was trying to figure out what we're gonna place on Sundays. I said we're gonna watch Magic Johnson." I said, but Magic Johnson does not have a 10-part documentary. So yeah. what, what, what do I mean? I'm like, what, 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 what? He's like, well, we can watch YouTube. So we go sit here and watch YouTube of Magic Johnson. So that's, the, that's the generation gap right there. He's got Magic, you've got Jordan, and I got Kobe. So I guess we just got to even I have part out. of Jordan. I have part of um, Kobe, though. I got part of Jordan, too. Right. And he kind of has part of Jordan. He doesn't acknowledge that, if you didn't notice. No, he, he broke down it. a little bit, but... He, but, you know, the beginning of his career, he's like, well, you know, Magic, he came in. He won a championship his first Whatever. Played okay. All, played all five positions. So, Last Dance has been really good. I hope everybody's watching it. 
It's been dope. I've been I've really been enjoying it. This is the first series of anything on TV I've watched in probably got to be seven years. But it's I think it's really good for the fact that can y'all stop comparing LeBron to MJ? We done now. This shuts down. No, as always. When we get done, when we get done with this series, drop the mic. We're done. LeBron is in the top. I'm not saying he isn't. But y'all can't keep comparing him anymore to LeBron Jordan. LeBron fans ain't letting it go. Okay, I don't care about the fans. I'm talking about facts. I'm hey. all about facts. Hey. Watch what we've been watching. Hey. At this point, can we stop with the comparisons? Stop. Period. We're done. And I'm glad it came out because I was so sick of hearing this Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Man, come on, son. MJ I mean, if you, if you like second place, you like LeBron. If you like first place, you like It's him. not even that. They're not in the same category right now. Like, he's a GOAT. LeBron is in the, one of the top players of all time. I'm not taking that from LeBron. And Kobe is, come on, you know I love Kobe. Kobe, I'm still in mourning. I'm still having a hard time with the Kobe thing. But we can stop now. I think you guys can stop. Skip Bayless. Kiss my ass. Can you shut up? Stop. Mm. Mm. Are you watching the same shit we watching? I mm. I, I lived through it. So I, it ain't even about um me being convinced. I already knew. When they, when they was convincing that, that's why I always had a problem with LeBron. Because I get tired mm. of people comparing him to MJ. I was so sick of it. Yeah. And I hate when he when they compared him to Kobe and all that. I'm I was like y'all, you guys don't understand. Kobe and MJ was on a whole nother level, mm. a whole nother level. But this, come on, come on now. If if y'all still talking that LeBron MJ comparison, y'all could kick rocks. I'm not taking nothing from LeBron at all. But it's, MJ it's, was a goat. It's because people they they comparing. They're not comparing them directly. It's kind of like Biggie and Pac. Like, when you compare them, you got to compare them on different things. Like, Pac's impact on hip-hop was greater than Biggie's. But Biggie may have been a better rapper. So, you yeah, argue yo, back what? and forth. Because, like, LeBron may be uh-uh. your a, comparison, a master. What, what you're comparing is not LeBron and MJ with Biggie and Tupac. That's Kobe and MJ. You what you comparing? LeBron's nah, because, not no because LeBron is he he does a lot more, but so like from a skill standpoint, he does. Biggie a lot and Pac is Kobe and MJ. But, they, but Kobe, LeBron's I mean, not in that. Well, Kobe. LeBron's not in that. Kobe and, didn't have so LeBron's impact off the court is what LeBron fans will say, and Jordan. Impact off the court is what his fans will say versus like a Magic Johnson or something like that because of the brand. He took the brand of basketball global with Jordan. So his impact is bigger than everybody. LeBron can no longer be compared to MJ. I'm done with it. And I'm so glad this documentary came out. Stop it, y'all. It's a wrap. They're not. MJ's a GOAT. Period. We're seeing. So we talk about Craig Hodges. We'll get Craig to that. Craig Hodges don't agree to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make. No, and the no. crazy part is, after after Jordan had got hurt that first time, he never got hurt again. Yep. He's a goat. 
LeBron had listen. Well, neither of those three have. They really had no real injuries. Kobe didn't have any until he got older. All I'm saying, and I'll keep saying again, we done. We can we can put this to rest. We're done comparing it ain't LeBron never to rest. MJ. You know that. You I know, know that. it's never gonna rest, but there's y'all need to stop. You need to stop. And I'm so glad that I told you this in the beginning of this damn coronavirus. And I say some blessings, some things gonna come out. I had a rap. Mm. Some good things will come out of it. You know what came out of it? This last dance. Because this shuts down that argument comparing MJ to Michael, uh, uh, MJ to LeBron. That, come on, we're done. Can we be done with it? And the crazy part, I never understood, and I didn't want this to happen, but people never really compared Kobe to MJ. They did. I mean, it was always, this was, okay, so now. Let me let me um let me backtrack what I'm saying. So I didn't know the world didn't know how close Kobe was to MJ, and it started I guess way back to 1998. I'm assuming back then, right? So this was crazy, and I'm telling you, when I was living during the times, we all were like, "You were living." <laughs> well, you ain't no. <laughs> Todd, you talking about? I'm lit, man. <laughs> So, listen, so we were, like, um, saying, I wasn't, but everyone would always be like, dang, Kobe acts just like MJ, but Kobe would never acknowledge MJ in interviews or talk about MJ. He would never. No, he didn't. That's why everyone is so shocked that they were, that was his little brother. That's why everyone was so, like, look, can I finish my experience when it was going through? Because I lived it. You didn't. Oh, I wasn't alive yet. That, yeah. I so, wasn't living. No, no. You wasn't living. So let me finish this. We all we all saw so many slim well, I loved Kobe. So I was like, Kobe does no wrong to me. But everyone used to argue with me. I said arguments with people would be like, he's just like Jordan. He won't admit he's like Jordan. He stole Jordan's style. He's doing everything. Jordan, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, He's Kobe. Like, I'm not seeing that. And I'm not getting it. And I'm not understanding it. But I'm like, no, he's Kobe. Now, in hindsight, watching the last dance, seeing how they big brother, little brother, it makes a lot of sense. Kobe never talked about it. They never talked about it. They didn't, but, no one knew. But yeah, yeah, but, yeah, like I knew. Because Cause you know Kobe and, and Michael Jordan, they talk to you. They you say, "Hey, have... Don Suave, guess what? We're best every, friends." For real, like first of all, like every time they played personally, they always were like, they didn't they didn't interact with each other like there was like any kind of disconnect. They interacted like this is a friend. This is like I never uh, said they were enemies. Then, I'm and, just saying we never knew. And maybe eight, you, maybe you have number, the inside. Maybe number the inside eight, scoop. And number eight, Kobe was literally a replica. Okay, so maybe maybe you know maybe you knew Jordan and Kobe back then, but us, me personally, who lived through it, and I looked at it because I wasn't alive yet. I'm just you looking at alive. YouTube, right? <laughs> so for me, when I learned how close they were, it a light bulb, it clicked. I was like, that makes a lot of sense now, because he was a lot like MJ, and people saw he was like. Lot like MJ, and I was always like, "No, nah, he's Kobe," you know, whatever. And I never 
they never hung out together. You never saw them together. You never, you, it was always one of those things where it was like Kobe's imitating Michael Jordan and everyone knows it. And, and we get Jordan it. Jordan even came out and said back then, like they were tight and he. Who said that? Jordan. When? Like this was before he went to the Wizards. So this is like after he, right after he retired. Okay. That was late. Like, okay. Like ninety what nine or whatever, right. nine two thousand. Like Kobe, like Jordan. What did Jordan say? He said something along the lines of like, "I taught him everything he knows," and every time they played before that, you saw like how Kobe was like would be asking them stuff, like the stuff that they were talking about in the documentary. It was said back then, I don't remember what exact, whether it was on TV or whether it was an interview or whatever, whatever. But growing up, I just knew that Kobe learned from Jordan. There was never animosity. And there were games where Jordan wasn't playing, but he'd go to see Kobe. And he'd kind of like, he'd be, you know, the camera would go to him every time Jordan, Kobe would do like a move that reminded people of Jordan. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I must have missed all that. I was sitting there living through it. I must have missed the fact. Yeah, that I wasn't Jordan, alive yet. I, I guess. Just... I guess. I guess. I missed the whole thing that Jordan was letting everybody know they was big brother, little brother. I must have missed all that. I, mean, I, I, I must have missed it all. All I saw was that Kobe. He did play a lot like Jordan. For my thing was they were. I didn't never thought they even talked to each other that deeply. So apparently, I must have been sleeping. I didn't know because I learned during the um, last dance, like the rest of us. The re- I mean, I, 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 even when when um, Jordan did his memorial, I was I, I was crying, of course, and I'm sitting there like, and the way he, bro- I didn't know they were that. Clo- I didn't know that they were that close. Like the way Jordan was talking and the way Kobe talked in the last dance, it, you would think they were like blood brothers. The way they it was mentor mentee. Like, okay, well I yeah, didn't see that. So yeah. okay, Suave so was on top of the game. You saw it. I don't. I, it's just it. You saw it because you, you know because because if you watch the documentary, Jordan isn't like a lovey dovey type person. So even so, the version of like mentor mentee, you wouldn't sense it because he's not like really like. Oh man, yeah, that's my, you know, that's my blah 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 blah. It's more like he would say things in the media in response to people's I questions. I, apparently, I yeah. didn't catch it. I'm not that um, bright. I didn't catch yeah. it. <laughs> say I didn't catch bright. any of that. I it's didn't not, know that. It's not about being bright. It's just you read body language, you see interviews. And okay. But number eight, Kobe is basically a replica of Jordan. We know that. Number twenty four, Kobe, is when he kind of added his own twist to the game and started, you know, he, the, the shots, like he would shoot from all different places of the court. Like Jordan was a mid-range shooter. He was a bigger body, so he can like create space and shoot the mid-range at a high percentage. Kobe was slender, so he had to like fade away more. He had to shoot three-point shot a little more. So he couldn't emulate him 100%. So that's where the 24 came in because he couldn't rely on Shaq. And he had to create his own space and stuff. But, yeah, I just noticed that progression in his I, I, I honestly just, I, I knew that um, I love Kobe, and of course. And I felt like when Jordan 
left the league, Kobe took over. And I believe that he did have a lot of uh, Jordan ways, but I, when Jordan would talk or Kobe talked, I ain't never really heard them really say that they fuck with each other Sometimes like that. Sometimes it ain't got to be said. That's you fine. Know? But I said I just really learned the depth of their um, relationship during the last dance. Kind of like Pops and James Brown. James Brown don't have to come out and say, I respect this band. But if he jumps up on stage every time he sees him perform... You know, it's a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down to you a little bit different because you talking to me like I'm slow. So listen, no, there you are. So no. what I'm saying is that's fine that you saw it, but the majority of us didn't. And, and the point I'm trying to make, we didn't realize how deep and close it was. Where he was texting him in the middle of the night, asking him questions, and he was giving him answers. And and the, the, I didn't know it was that in depth like that. I yeah, it was obvious he was imitating, not imitating, but he learned emulated, emulated, from yeah. MJ. We got all that, and and to me, I felt it was just because he respected him. He looked up, he studied him, he knew that. I had no idea that they actually had that deep relationship where Kobe could call him in the middle of any time. Jordan was like, he'd call me anytime. And asked him all kind of questions. He answered, yeah. I did not realize that he actually had the inside. And when Kobe said it out of his own mouth, he was like, I hate it when y'all would compare us. Because everything that I was, was because of Jordan. Yeah. And what you see is what Jordan, I didn't realize, and I guess I, that's what I'm trying to clarify. I didn't realize that they was that super tight that he literally could call his idol, his mentor, and holler at him like that. I didn't know that. I assume when Jordan would make those remarks in the past or whatever the case may be, it's just because Kobe studied him. Like, you can study him. You can look at films and do all that. So I did not know that. And it feels good to know. And it it made me cry to say, oh, they really had a deep relationship. They They really fucked with each other like that. So that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I did not, back in the day, I couldn't say, okay, yeah, Kobe, yeah, he's following, but I couldn't say, oh, yeah, they talk every night. I didn't know that. I learned that in Last Dance. So I don't think that was exposed back then, that they talked all the time. You got to expose it to know. Because another thing with NBA players, they all have everybody's number. Like, that's kind of like common. I know that. but, uh, But in a way... Jordan and Kobe, like, Jordan is Kobe. Like, if Jordan had a Jordan, like, when he was coming up, it'd be the same type of deal. That's pretty much, based on what we know about Kobe, that's pretty much what it was. Okay. All right. We're going to move on. We spent a lot of time on the last dance because it's really good. And Sunday, the last two. And it's basketball. I'll be getting passionate about that. About that. Yeah, and I love basketball. I wish you would come back. Um, so we're going to move quickly now because we spent a lot of time on the last dance, but it's so good. You cannot spend time on it. Um, I don't want to get into nothing deep like that because that makes me mad. So let's, let's just move forward. Oh, um. Speaking of. Rod, Robin. Last dance. <laughs> Dennis Robin is, listen, we need a documentary. We need a 10 part 
series on Dennis Rodman. Because Dennis Rodman is talking now. And, man, he got some hell of a story. He just told a story now on um, recently about him partying with Kim jong Hong, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hoes everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to need, okay, I'm going to need y'all to do the whole series. Uh, Robin in his own. I know they did one on, because I do the 30 for 30s with um, Robin. I love him. And they did one on Robin. That might need to be on not ESPN. No, they need to do another one on him. <laughs> he did, that That was wild. There's more stuff come out on Robin. And then Kamra Electra, which I told you I met her at the strip club, because she was a um, special guest. She was a feature there. Um, now people are Googling Karma Electra in Pornhub to check out her X-rated scenes. For sure. They done turned out the whole Chicago arena. They want to see it. Maybe that's but all. there's more stuff to it. They need to do a Robin thing. Okay. And then um, another thing, which is weird. We're doing this COVID thing. So it's cry- the last dance. So everybody's like. Well, people already good in line for Jordans, though. So they it's extra now for the Jordans. Um, Spike Lee talks about when he had to do the commercials. I remember that because um, yeah. Spike Lee, because I am Gen X. Spike Lee's first movie, he used all his credit cards. It was called She's Gotta Have It. And the main character, her name was Nola Darling. That was my first email address, Nola Darling at Yahoo.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was getting all kinds of emails. Nah. I Nola Darling, she's gotta have is one of my favorite movies. Nola Darling was me. It was a good time watching that movie. I mean, like Spike Lee did a good job with that. So I remember all those Spike Lee commercials with MJ back in the day. That was good shit. So he was talked about it. Mm. Um, I think this is the one you want to talk about. Where yeah, because not everybody was happy about. Because we, we touched on MJ because... He was always snitching. Whoever, whoever that dude is that, that produced... Yeah, whoever... He, whatever drink he gave him, it was the right drink. Because anytime they asked him anything, he, don't, like, he don't even think about it. He right. He like, oh, nah. It was Horace. Right. Horace who told wrote, him. Okay. They wrote a book about you, Jordan. It was in a bad light. Who, who told all that inside business? Horace. It was Horace. He didn't even think about it. He didn't think about it. He was snitching. And that documentary had me cracking up. He, or last day, he was snitching on, and he was a snitch. He yeah. told on Burrell, no, your son's an alcoholic. Can you remember? <laughs> right. So, 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 like, one of his teammates that he's, like, he's kind of pissed because they didn't interview him at all in the movie. They're interviewing B.J. Armstrong and like obviously Horace Grant was, he was pretty decent, but John Paxton, like all the other players, but Craig Hodges on those first teams, he was a big part of He's a shooter. And he was talking about how Jordan in the first couple episodes, how when he first got drafted to the Bulls, he's walking into the hotel room. He's like, man, you know, all these players, they got, they got girls in here. They got cocaine all on the table. And, you know, like, all those players, they're still alive. Not all of them, but, you know, they're still alive. They got families and stuff. And they're probably like, hold up. You know, why is this guy telling all this stuff? This What happens on the road stays on the road. So one of the dudes on one of his teammates is kind of unhappy about it. It's um, Craig Hodges. Craig Hodges. He was mad. It's Craig Hodges, the one who had the little, oh, no, it's Bill Cartwright. That had the little great thing in that beard. I remember that as that a kid. That was Bill Cartwright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he was a school teacher. So um, he's pissed. So he says, 
And we read the little article. Not everyone appears to be pleased with no holds barred, tell all approach adopted by the six time NBA champion. Jordan didn't give a fuck. He was snitching. He was snitching on everything. Everybody. And that's another thing that Kobe, he learned from. He learned that from Jordan. (laughs) Snitching. He snitched on Shaq. That's the only thing I don't like about Kobe, but we'll get into that. Yeah, well, snitching comes, I guess, with the greatest ball players of all time, basketball players of all time. So he said, okay, former Bulls guard Craig Hodges, who played alongside Jordan for the Bulls from 1988 to 1992, criticized his former teammate for disclosing stories that he felt were meant to remain with the confines of the locker room. He said, one of the things as players, we call we call it a fraternity. So what happens within the locker room, right. on the road, stays on the road. And he was like, you know, I'm watching the first episode, and I'm upset about the current, the, the cocaine circus comment that he made. He made a cocaine, he called it a cocaine circus when he was a rookie, when he joined a team. And it bothered him. He said, it bothered me because I'm thinking about the brothers who are on the picture that you have to explain to their fan families who are getting ready to watch this great Michael Jordan documentary. And they know that, you know, like... The kid's dad is on the team and they're watching it. And now you've got to explain to the 12 year old boy that, you know, listen, this is what we're doing. Craig Hodges, on. calm the fuck down. This is 2020. These kids can look up stuff on the internet and find out about this type of stuff. They're watching a the documentary. These kids are a lot smarter and they are, they are very aware of everything. Get over yourself. You just salty. Because you probably just mad because you wasn't as great as MJ. Bottom line, that's a that's a hater move. Oh no, that it's that. a hater move. What are you talking about? A twelve year old boy? They said no, watching the documentary. Do you, we live in twenty twenty. He might have got slapped when they was watching the show. He was like, hold on, is that why you was? <laughs> no, dude, we live in twenty twenty. We got the internet. These kids could go Google all this. They could Google Craig Hodges. They could Google their dad. They could Google Michael yeah, Jordan. They could Google all this. That's what he said. But probably what happened when they were watching it, his wife was watching it with him. She know he was on cocaine. She don't care. He was getting paid. Nah, y'all, need, y'all need to stop he with all this old just, wholesome shit. He didn't just say cocaine. He said women in there. He So? Said, hey, she I knew mean, what she signed up for. She knew what it was. I mean, if she was with him back is, then. It is what it is. Stop playing with me, it's y'all. 80s, stop. Though, so I don't know. They might have been expecting It was him. the 90s. I don't know how you got in the 80s. That's what you're talking about. 88. Whoa. It doesn't matter. Like, stop playing. This is before uh, Gilbert Arenas. This is a documentary telling how it is. If if people get mad about something that happened back in the 90s or the 88, that's why I hate this new culture. You, y'all millenniums. That's why I hate y'all. Y'all try to cancel people for shit that happened back in the day. In the 90s, I rocked in the 90s. I'm, thank God. Like I said, we didn't have you was social alive, media. You was alive in the 90s? We didn't have social media. We didn't have cameras and all that. We were not politically correct. We weren't. That's how we were. We weren't. We were raw. That's how we that's how we got down. But my thing is, <clears throat> Craig Hodges, get over yourself. You a hater. You're a straight up hater. Like I don't understand why people are getting upset. Why would he get upset over that? I just told you. His name it ain't about the kid. <laughs> if you a married man, it ain't about the kid. It it's doesn't matter. She knew that back then. It don't matter. Got reminded. It's brand new. So 
See, and, you, and you don't so, get it. Like, it's no, I do. I do get it. And you're not it's, married. And so don't act like but, you get it. No, so listen. If, if, if you live with a woman, they're going to be like, oh, listen, I, oh, I am a woman. I'm a woman. I've had relationships. So 100%. stop acting like I don't get it. But from a man's standpoint, you don't want to be. Yes. You don't want to be answering questions 30 years Dude, later. This is a this is a weak ass individual. He just wanted some fame. Craig wanted some fame. No, he didn't it, have no, to it, talk. It, it, he didn't day. have to say anything. Day, and anybody pissed. that keeps talking about anyone who was negative about the last dance is because they want some fame. Because yeah. they've always been jealous of MJ. But period. The, yeah, and at the end of the day, he's pissed because he wasn't so don't, in yeah, the don't documentary. Don't talk to me about a woman thing. And I'm sitting there walking, watching a documentary with dude back in the day, and we getting paid, and they all that. I didn't bend up forgave you. What? What the heck? You think maybe he was squeaky tw- clean? Something Craig from 20- Hodges was a squeaky clean. Do you dude. think something from twenty years ago is gonna upset me? Come on, maybe man. not. Maybe not Jizzle. Come on, man. You don't man. know who he's married to. 20, she knows. She knows who she got in the game with. She back probably then? back then. She probably wanted a baller. She did what she had it to wasn't, do. They wasn't ball, They wasn't making that kind of money back then. It doesn't then. matter. It's a clout. <laughs> it's see, a clout. It's a, it doesn't. Back then, their money is different from my money right now. Yeah, but in the day, he's mad because he wasn't in the documentary. The bottom line yeah. is, he's just they a hater. They didn't interview That's him. it. Okay, so Suave, um, we're having a heated debate over this. And the heated debate, and I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you on this. Um, You can have the the opinion that you want to have. I think it's um, too late. I think he's using an excuse with his kids. I think he's just a pure hater. (laughs) I think um, this documentary was made in 2018. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what people did. I'm pretty sure they reached out to everyone, let everybody know what was going on. If not, they knew it was being made. They was in a, they, they was being made while he was there. Um, I think it's ironic that we really don't see Craig Hodges. He don't talk about him and none of that. Well, so, was, go ahead. There was an article before this came out that there were players that were upset because Michael Jordan is exposed talking about what they did on the road and all that kind of stuff. So this after this article, you see this guy, Craig Hodges, and clearly he wasn't interviewed. They interviewed everybody but him. They got Charles Oakley. They got all these players. And he was an integral part of that team. He was just as important to those teams as like a John Sally was to the, to the, re, the three-peat team. So the fact that he came out and he was like, this guy literally didn't even think about it, and he's like, "Yo, I'm going in. I'm getting drafted, and then this is happening in a hotel room." I'm like, "Man, what's going on? I'm getting out of here because this is crazy." And you know, I mean, I get it. Like, okay, a so it's a fraternity. Like, you don't okay, share so, that type of stuff. Okay, so first of all. No, I'm not down with snitching, but first of all, Craig Hodges' name wasn't even mentioned in the cocaine circus. So even if his son, even if his 12 year old son sat down and watched it, he could easily say, I wasn't in there, son. So he did not say Craig. He did not say Craig, and he's good at, and Jordan's good at um, snitching on the real people. It's not like. Jordan said, and Craig Hodges was in there just snorting up cocaine. He had a big ass um, <laughs> but, table, and he was getting into but you it. Think if dude, and he was like um, Escobar while he was doing the cocaine. Him, so, which players was doing the cocaine? Oh, it was Craig. 
<laughs> just like it's just but easy. he did not but anyway let's anyway, talk about what really happened he anyway, didn't the point, is, the point is he never said he never dropped names but yes the, but i'm the not point into is, snitching from craig's standpoint the point is thank you what well, change in it the up household, but stop trying to act like in the household he has to answer the question are you the one with the girl are you the one with the cocaine or are you the one with the drinks and he's the fact that he didn't get interviewed directly to address what was going on at that time to get his perspective is where why he's out. He's got this article and he's talking about it. So okay, the bottom line is he's questioning his home. His name was not mentioned in his documentary at all. So when yeah, he said the circus, is, cocaine circus, and all that, and if so called, if his wife decides one to ask a question, she probably knows from thirty some years ago or twenty some years ago. All he could say, no, I didn't do any of that. You know me. I was all about basketball. I was sitting back like, what is going on as well? But Jordan was big enough to walk out. He know how to cover that. Stop but with all Jordan's that. Jordan's documentary. Yeah, I was the one Stop to Stop all out. that. He might have did three lines and walked he out. He never mentioned Craig Hodges' name. You don't have so to. So if his home life, after so many years, what is if, being questioned. What if there was an incident? If, if, if after so many years, after all this. And if it is an incident, Craig well, if there knew. was an incident and he was like, this happened. And she was like, oh, okay, nothing happened. Okay. But then you see on a documentary. Craig Hodges' name was never mentioned. I know. In it. None of them. So he could But you can easily... Google, his 12-year-old son can Google that year okay. of all the players Craig that were there. Hodges, Michael Jordan never said. When he said the circus of the cocaine, cocaine circus. circus, he called it the cocaine circus. He never said. <laughs> Craig Hodges was leading the cocaine circus. It's a circus. It, Craig Hodges, Craig Hodges could easily say, "Hey, I was there, but I didn't know that he was doing all that. I was just drinking, taking shots. I didn't know there was a lot of cocaine going you on. Didn't know it was a lot of cocaine. I didn't know that was well, all. You can't that. say all that. You can't say that. He can't because his name." wasn't mentioned but if you know there's cocaine Ay, you're gonna man. know it's cocaine that's not you can't say i didn't know it's cocaine. yeah you can that look some women believe that others won't you can't I mean, that's just, his yeah. name was not mentioned that's what he would say but right so this is not a deal he shouldn't be talking but hold on this is what i will say Craig Hodges just wants some attention, but I do agree with what he's saying is, and we said it as we watched Last Dance. We said, damn, Michael Jordan's a snitch. He snitched on everyone. Kobe snitched on Shaq. We said there were snitches. That's a known fact. So that part, I agree with him saying, what we do is what we do. It shouldn't be told. Jordan's a snitch. But as far as that, oh, we in the house... Is that me, my 12-year-old? <coughs> he could play that off. I mean, I'm not a married man, but married people think about that shit. That's all. I can't speak on that. I ain't married. Yeah, I ain't so let's... But well, they, you did. They, you spoke... You went really hard for this because point. Because I, I got married colleagues, so they... they That's like... This is like this reminds me of shit they be going through. Right, same thing. <laughs> Hold on. The same thing you this say you got... Be going same thing you're not married, right? Yeah. But you have married colleagues, right? Colleagues, friends. So the same thing with Jordan saying it was a cocaine circus. Okay, I might have been a part of the Bulls team. There might have been cocaine, but I wasn't doing cocaine. I could have been around it, but I wasn't doing it. Same thing Craig Hodges could have did. But you know how 
Like, <coughs> no, so my point is, it Craig Hodges okay. was on one. It was a number in the phone. You said, "Oh, that was that was no. my cleaner." No, but then oh, it might have been the chicken no. and cocaine. Soap. The bottom line is, I get <laughs> what he was saying. We all agree Jordan was snitching like crazy. But on a on a flip side, yeah, it was. It was on the flip side, Craig Hodges, you just told on yourself because you spoke up about the cocaine circus. You could have just easily said. Hey, I don't appreciate Jordan Telebon and all our locker room shenanigans. Well, that's kind of beyond the locker room. That's like that's hotel. That's that's. But but yeah. if Craig fraternity, Hodges fraternity, if Craig yeah. Hodges, he put brought attention to himself. He brought up the cocaine circus with his name because because if you Google because the big thing it, it stems from if you Google that team. It has a big picture of Craig Hodges. It has the whole team there. Once again. Because that's what his son probably did. Is he saw the thing. His Google. son didn't see anything. He's What's just that? saying that. He's just throwing. He threw that in there, dude. That's a bunch of bullshit. Listen. Hey. At the bottom. At, at, at No one would have correlated too much of him with the cocaine circus. If he wouldn't have said, why'd you talk about the cocaine circus? He told it himself. Hey. Just like we said, why would you tell us that we did all this meth? Hey. Craig Hodges is dumb. That he was dumb. He everybody that was on that squad, basically. He could, he did, but he didn't name names. He did the squad. There's literally a team photo. Right. And that's fine. But he did not say Craig Hodges was the head of the cocaine circus. You don't need to. But Craig Hodges didn't have to say nothing. He didn't say nobody. Craig Hodges didn't have to speak up. He could have just easily said... Um, George snitching. This is why I say he was in response to something that happened at home because he had to come out and do He didn't that. have to come out. Wasn't nobody checking for Craig Hodges? Somebody. Nobody was look, not checking for Craig Hodges. I mean, Craig look, Hodges wanted some attention. Charles Oakley wasn't that, tripping. Listen, what nobody checking for Craig Hodges. But, I mean, he don't have no book. But Craig Hodges. He don't have no book. He ain't got no... Craig... Craig... No. He watched watched his documentary and saw how great the Bulls were. He got in the moment, and he was all in the moment, and he mad because he ain't getting no love. So he had to speak out. He didn't have to say shit. Hey. He didn't have to say nothing. He wasn't going to, but... He didn't have to say anything. Like I said, before the documentary, a bunch of players was like... Okay, so they, you try to tell me. Okay, so since you think you're a married man with kids or your friends, hold on, with kids. This. Okay, so you think him speaking out, you're saying he was at home with his wife and he thought it was a good idea. Okay, and she's getting mad and she says you better you better tell Jordan he was mad on no, snitching on you. Tell, she don't tell. So what was the last of him calling out Jordan? Because. What was the logic of him calling out Jordan to save his family? Because something happened. No, explain he, to me how did how did, he pretty much incriminated himself when he called out Jordan. No, Jordan incriminated the whole team. I'm. Let me say this again. Hodges incriminated himself by calling out Jordan because it's making it seem like Jordan was mainly saying it was him. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm trying to understand how is this helping him with his family by calling on Jordan and saying, you should have never said that. You shouldn't have. How does that help him? Because he's, one, he's probably speaking on behalf of other team, teammates. Two, 
something happened where he had to explain something that probably he was able to get away with before. But then it's like, oh, y'all had y'all. This is what was going on back then. I thought y'all was just. I thought, well, nah. And he's like having to, and it just is like, okay, well, I gotta. And he didn't get his side of the story. That was the root cause of it. So he he never told his side of the story because they never approached him to interview. Him. Okay, so once again, I'm gonna ask you this question: How is it calling out Jordan about Jordan calling him out about using cocaine is helping him? With his, he called his the, family. Because he called the team a cocaine circus. Okay, so once again, how does this help his his fight at home by calling out Jordan in public? To nah, say, hey man, the fight why, already happened. hey man, why'd you telling us about doing cocaine, man? The fight already happened at home. But what, I'm it's saying, after the fight. Okay, so what is that? <laughs> how does that help? His point is, it's after the fight, but he was like... Yeah, So okay. the response is because he didn't get interviewed in a documentary. Otherwise, it would have just happened at home. It have stayed at home, and it was whatever. Just like all the other. No, things. I'm just I'm just yeah. trying to understand. But the reason why he there's an article there is because he wasn't interviewed in a documentary, and he was on that team, and he was a big part of that team. When you had players like John Paxton, he was like a main part of it. Um, who else was all right, we're going to move on because yeah. he's gotten way too much attention. I, getting, I think it's dumb to I me. Mean, and another thing is I, I remember him because I used to play video games and Craig Hodges was one of my favorite players on that squad, shooting them threes. He was kind of nice. So Patrick Ewing, through all this, I'm not going to read it. His um, He's pissed off. His gold medal got stolen in the um, Dream Team. He's had a bad week, huh? And then um, I guess Patrick Ewing really does not like Jordan. Um, what did he say? Uh, how do I click on this? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Patrick Ewing, we spent a lot of time on the last dance. We spent a lot of time on this. So, I'm going to move on to some no reason stories. But let me see what, um, Patrick Ewing is talking about. To be honest, that's taking too long. And I don't know what. Uh, y'all keep rubbing it in my face. That's what Patrick Ewing is talking about. So, the bottom line is the last dance is bringing out a lot of feelings. A lot of these um <laughs> players are in their feelings. They doing some Drake shit. They kiki. And that's cool. Do you? Um, I, Honestly, this happened a while ago. It, it happened long ago. And I think I think people are um, bringing up some old feelings. I think they're in a chest. I think the things that people are talking about or trying to talk about is ridiculous. Jordan's a goat, and back then it was a different time. So don't try to use, don't try to use back in the day, and then apply your political correct shit. That's what I'm saying to Craig Hodges. You know what the 90s was about. You knew what the end of the 80s was about. You knew how raw it was. So don't try to get on here with that old, and my 12-year-old son that's waiting. Stop with all that political crack stuff. That's That's a bunch of bullshit. uh, Stop with all that. Y'all just mad because he's a goat and it's being proven. They're not mad because he's a goat. They're not mad because he's a goat. Yeah, they are. Because they benefited from him. They're not mad. Why else are you, they coming out? What would a Craig Hodges documentary be about, for example? Okay, but why is he talking? What would a Patrick but why is he talking? Why is he even talking? He's speaking on behalf of his teammates. 
teammates. They know how to talk. Scottie Pippen's been talking. There's people no, on the not, documentary. Not Pippen, not Pippen. Everybody on the cocaine circus. <laughs> no. No, they just a bunch of... This is some silliness. This, this is some silliness. This was just... He was left out of the documentary, and he was a big part of that team. Let's keep it 100. He was a big part of that team. So, like, he was as big as Steve Kerr was to the second three-peat, right? So, and Steve Kerr... It's a big part of the documentary, so it's like one of those things where you feel slighted for whatever reason. We don't know their relationship, but that's the root. That's why he's. That's why we even talk about him right now, because he felt like he was left out. Well, freaking, oh, it could be because uh, the dude who's the dude he was he was going hard on in practice. Uh, instead of t- kept calling him a hoe. <laughs> um. You kept calling dude a hoe, and he he was being interviewed. Burrell, Burrell, Scott Burrell. He was always fucking with Burrell. <laughs> yeah. So it probably was because they, he's got Burrell all in it, and Burrell is you know he's 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 a professional. Well, basketball he's only player. been there for a year with the Bulls. He played with him, but he's a professional basketball player. But you know, in their world, he's some, he's not good, right? And Craig Hodges was like a big part of their championship team. So he felt slighted like they got this Scott Burrell guy and he's getting all this time and I didn't get any you know. So 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 you're gonna you're gonna backtrack on the fact that his wife wanted him to get on and berate MJ. Now you're gonna say because he didn't get enough time on air? It would have stayed in the house. Which if which it wasn't which for, one are you gonna go with? No, I'm saying it would have stayed between him and his family. Had he been actually interviewed, but he wasn't interviewed, so it's now he's like publicly making these statements and the media and all this kind of stuff. Jordan never mentioned his name. He At just all. said he just That's said, the whole point because he was a we big. Don't, we don't. He talked about Kerr. To be honest, to be honest, we don't even know who was part of the cocaine um, circus. He said the team was in. So, but that 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 doesn't mean anything. The team could have been bitch players. There, there's some people who could not have been there. There's some people who had left. We don't know exactly who was all there. He just said the team. Well, everybody that's on the team. Well, he didn't necessarily say everybody. He just said the team. They could be, people could have left. Like he left. I'm sure there's other people that had left. They're not not everyone's into it. So Craig Hodges is on some bullshit. Period. Could be. No, he no, is. Could, could be. be. He just wanted. To, he just wanted to talk. All right, we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna talk no more about last dance. Cause we can talk more about it, cause I love it. Okay, we go. Um, let's get into some sports. The Packers. Brett Favre uh, keeps saying that Aaron Rodgers will not stick with us because we brought in that um, Jordan Love as a quarterback. Hmm. I, I'm gonna get through. I'm gonna scroll through some of this. Um, Kevin um, Durant is an asshole, and I'm gonna call him asshole hmm. because um, he goes on a Twitter rant. About him being compared to Giannis. What did he say? Um, you know, I, I didn't. I, honestly, I don't have the energy. I'm not a KD fan. I'm not. Yeah. I'm Too not. emotional. Um, I've never been one. I've never been one. I'm Westbrook all day, and it has nothing to do. I'm not gonna lie. When Westbrook and Harden why. and KD in Oklahoma, and the three of them when they came out, my favorite was Westbrook. And yeah. then I like Harden. KD has never been my... I've never really cared for KD. I think I know why. I, yeah. Why? Same with me. 
He doesn't. He he doesn't have that alpha dog killer in him. But like see, he's but, super. He's super. As far as like skill level, top player, he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. But you shouldn't say that because I love Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is not. Tim Duncan was always quiet. But he's got a killer. In him. But he could ball. He could ball. But he didn't have to say anything. He just. But he's a killer. He's a killer. KD, Out of that whole team, he was the killer. KD, I just, I KD's just. KD's the same. He 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 came up in a rough place, so it's not like he doesn't have. He's not built like that, but he's just not. He doesn't have that same um, edge that you kind of. That's why you know you talk about Russell Westbrook. It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like Russell is that. Right, you know? and I think another reason I lost respect is when he went to Golden State. I mean, um, that's a move that... Uh, and I didn't like it when LeBron moved around. So I, I have a problem with people. I guess I'm one of them when you can't be loyal to your team. It just it just bothers me. Um, And when you go to a champ... I mean, he went to Golden State where they already won rings and they had a solid team. And I just... I don't know. I just... I'm not a fan. So when he started talking shit about um, Giannis, it's unnecessary. So we gonna move on for that. I'm not gonna even get into it. I, he's not even worth my time. So we just gonna move forward. We gonna go on to the next uh, one. Let's get into some no reason stories real quick. This is going really long. So I just I probably just read uh, the titles. <laughs> um. So that was my Bucks thing. I wanted to get into it, but um. After I thought about it, I really don't care about KD. Um, another thing in sports, Mike Tyson is back. We all saw that video. Mm. And um, Evander Holyfield is fighting now. Does he want that smoke? Or? Yeah, I guess he want that smoke. He want that smoke. And I'm going to be honest, uh, Tyson look, woo! Mm-mm-mm. For, for 30 seconds. But, you know, we'll see. He His fights were always 30 seconds. He always I mean, night yeah, person exactly. out in a second. What is your point with that one? You just kind of contradicted that. Um, real quick, uh, the Ravens um, safety Earl Thomas was held at gunpoint by his wife. He got caught cheating. Mm. This is a crazy ass story. He, um, I got to tell this story. This story cracks me up. So quarantine got people doing some things. <laughs> Why kinds, am I rhyming? All kinds of things. All kinds of things. Things sound like I'm Jamaican. So, um, dude, um. He's the safety of the Ravens, Earl Thomas. His wife um, held Nina a gunpoint. And what happened was um, Thomas' wife, Nina Thomas, was charged with burglary with the intent to commit aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. At an Airbnb hotel. At an Airbnb rental. Now, mind you guys, it happened on April 13th. We all on quarantine. Two women... Um, accompanied her to a rental home, was charged with burglary. Thomas was not arrested. He didn't do anything wrong except just fucking. That's pretty much what he was doing. So Nina Thomas saw something suspicious on her husband's Snapchat account and arrived at the rental house to find him and his brother, Seth, naked in bed with two women. He was with his bro. With his brother. That's kind of weird. According to the police. Quarantine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. I guess. There's it's a meat shortage, they say. Uh, so they so, okay. So wait a minute. Arrived there was to find him and his brother naked in bed with two women. So it was a foursome. Mm. 
she held what she told police was an unloaded gun. And, um, yeah, that's what happened. All right, Eric. Uh, don't know what to say to that. I would never do that. Yeah, I just don't understand. That's a little wild. You're doing too much during quarantine, though. That's a lot. But <laughs> That's a lot. You got an Airbnb, and then you grab your bro, and you got your, your two brother. broads, and then y'all in the bed naked. That's weird. That's creepy. Mm. Um, next thing is Joe Buck, who I can't stand. Him and um, <laughs> Troy Aikman, when they um, <laughs> announce our Packer games. Um, Joe Buck says that the Buck or uh, Fox and uh, some other networks are considering using a fake crowd for noise during the NFL games. Mm. I wish they would find a fake Joe Buck. During the newer Newark or the games, because I cannot stand hearing him and Trey, uh, Troy Aikman. Okay, um, let's move on. Uh, Kobe, real quick about Kobe. You know we both love Kobe to death. No pun intended. That came out wrong. It's not a pun, but we love Kobe. Hey, and he's already dead. That was so weird what I just said. But anyways, mm-hmm. there. Um, California is proposing a bill now to make it illegal to share images from a graphic crime scene. A lot of people were sharing the scenes of Kobe when that happened. All right, let's move on. Let's get into Florida. Yeah, we, we all love Florida. Florida. Um, Gotta do a shirt because Florida. Yeah, we do because of Florida. So a Florida man meets a Florida woman. Uh, what happened was they had a fight. <laughs> Let me we got, see when I click on it, is it going to work? Is it going to work? It's working now. Right on. So this lady loses her mind. This is how I know we need to get outside. Um, <laughs> crosswalk conflict. I told you I had walk rage. Walk rage, huh? So this is walk rage at its best. I'm walking here. Lady goes nuts on a car. I feel her. I get it. <laughs> she's busting, busting that shit up with her leg, huh? Florida man meets Florida woman. She's just um, as rambushes as you can sometimes, especially when cars get in her way. Like a poor sap in Miami just did. And so then there's a video. The woman absolutely freaks out for the driver getting her way. And then she proceeds to um, kick his car Physical blows. At one point, it looks like the guy in the vehicle tries to get out, like telling her to relax. But she going to let it not happen. So she snapped. Dang. Because he was on the crosswalk. I get it. Hey, listen. If you go across the crosswalk and you see it, can you just back up your car and then just get to the right side of the crosswalk? I have walk rage. I, I mean, understand. I get it. I no. get it, but I'm, I not get going, it. I'm not going to start busting this shit up. I get it. Like, Okay, a man arrested trying to quarantine in Disneyland. Word. He got arrested. Uh, Zoom. Remember I was talking about Zoom issues? Yeah. No okay. pants. And this hashtag is, no pants. This, I don't understand this one. This is creepy. Unless, unless him and... Okay, I'm going to read it. Okay, Zoom. So we were talking about uh, a couple episodes um, before how people with Zoom meetings are... This is going crazy. People exposing themselves. They got people behind them exposing you know, you themselves. Screen, waist up, right, so and every, right. Do whatever, so, waist down, right. Ken Ivory Wayans, and if you guys don't know who Ken Ivory Wayans is, he's a comedian. He's everything. He's part of the Wayans family. He started in Living Color. He's he's a goat. He's a goat in the comedy world. He's a goat in the White um, Wayans family. Um, 
So anyways, he was on um, him and Tiffany Haddish. You guys know her um, comedian, super funny. Um, they were talking on like a Zoom situation. And um, <laughs> on Thursday, April 30th, comedian Ken Ivory is revealed why more than viewers expected while making an encouraging Instagram video for the class of 2020. Mm. So this is sad now because class on, of for students. Right. Okay. So hold on, because the class okay. of 2020 right now can't, you know, they can't graduate. So Right, right. So so Wayne is his own Zoom and Wayne is like our dad and older people who don't you can't get all this technology right now. Pops can, I think. So this is Wayans saying, so I just pushed the red button, Wayans asked before he began his inspirational message to the class of 2020. And he says, hello, everybody. This is Ken Ivory Wayans. I just want to say congratulations um, to the class of 2020. I know this sucks. You worked your ass off and now you don't even get to walk. But that's what makes the greatest generation of this new millennium. In the face of global pandemic, you are stayed focused, blah, blah, blah. So then he wraps up the message by saying, keep striving, keep smiling. Before attempting to click the red button to end the video, however, the video was still recording. And as the actor stood up and re- revealed that he had, he was without pants or underwear. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he just, he just walked around the house just, okay. So, <clears throat> so, so Lala and Will Packard and DJ Rec and $207,000, two, oh, shit, this fool, you know they recording it. this fool in California just got uh, removed because they saw him throwing his damn cat and he was having a drink during the meeting. Did you get too comfortable? You can't sit there and drink a cocktail during your Zoom meeting during your work. So it's still work. The cat part is one thing. But if he's drinking during a meeting, he basically just don't give a fuck. Like, that's... Right. <laughs> or, or go in a place or put your cat up or go in a place and shut the door where the cat can't get to you. No, at that point, he, he just didn't care. But he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he didn't Why care. are you drinking and letting them know you drinking? Okay, so like I said... The actual live stream, the other dude, he put his hand <laughs> over his face. He's like, oh, shit, what are you going to do? No, that's, that's the point I'm trying to make. So what's going to happen with this um, this quarantine? Everybody's getting exposed. Everyone's getting exposed. You either going to get fired or divorced. Kevin Hart's got great... You know, he's got great no, he's got it back together now. But Kevin Hart. But he exposed himself. He, he did in the beginning, it. but now his, his hair is cut fresh. I mean, his 100%. beard is straight. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's straightened it up, but the rest of the people aren't. There's, there. DJ Khaled's like, fuck it, I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm Middle Eastern, you right? Forgot. <laughs> but, but you know what? I understand where some of these people come because I feel the same way too. Because I'm like, um, hey man, this is a time to just relax and just let go. Like we don't have to work that hard right now. Mm. Everything shut down. You can't really do much. You you can only go as hard as you can go. All right. We gonna end this. This reminds me, J Cole and Jay Z were ahead of their time with looking like quarantine. Like, like quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, they, were, they, were, they were showing the future. Okay, so like uh, we gonna end this. We did a good hour and a half, but it was the fiftieth episode. Mm. 
And oh, we should probably end on a shot. We should probably end on a toast. And a toast? To the road to 100. The road to 150 more to go. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hope I could do it. By then, you might be on Netflix or Spot or uh, not Sp- uh I gotta first gotta get people to listen. I gotta get people listening. Got I gotta get people listening. People share, listen. Yeah, I'm making them a little bit longer because I I can't do gigs. I have nothing to do. So this is like my. I, I look forward to this. I look forward now to my podcast. So I'm glad I have one. I'm glad it's the fiftieth. I'm glad Don Suave decided to join me. Word. Um, I'm having a good time. Uh, quarantine, you guys. As I always say. Do something positive, come up, level up, or do nothing. I don't care. Become alcoholics during this. Uh, whatever you want to do. <laughs> like but, we are right now. Yeah, whatever you want to do, do what you want to do. But I hope, I do hope, try to do something when you level up, when we come up out of here. If we ever come out of it. I mean, we're going to come out of it. But it's just, I'm going to be honest, I'm over it. Mm. You over it? I'm over it. I've been over it. I'm over it. Like I'm ready. Like um, I'm ready to do some shows and be around some people. Um, I love my family and all, but I'm stuck with y'all. That's I've been stuck with y'all during this whole quarantine. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. That's not. That's not mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I love you and pops. But you need your space. I love you and pops. But damn it, <laughs> I need some variety. I need some variety. Yeah. We got to do something. All right. So we're going to have a toast to the 50th. And this toast is sponsored by. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> our good friends in uh, Jalisco, Mexico, um, Casamigos. It's developed by our partners. <laughs> he literally reads this, you guys. <laughs> George Clooney. And his partner, uh, initials are RA, cannot read what it says. <laughs> this is uh, 100% Agave Azul. Blanco Tequila, and cheers to episode 50. Here's the 50, and we got to do 50 more. 50 more. Whoa. (laughs) Hey, y'all, it's been a Saturday night, so we've been loose and trying to have a little bit of fun. I appreciate everyone listening, man. I really do, especially through this time. Please go back and listen to some previous episodes. There are some good ones out there. Um, There's a lot of good ones. So go back and listen. You got time. Um, support. I'm uh, ManolaJComedy.com. Um, all the episodes are up there. My gigs, when I finally get some, mm. will be up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also... Um, Dad, riding down Manchester Boulevard. They don't know who he is. Nope. And he's sitting out on a main road in Los Angeles with his hands up on cuffs, like wrongfully. Yeah. Well, let's, right. not, let's not get into that because we could keep so, going on and on. But but that's where the issue is. It's, it's the defamation and it just feeds into right. people's stereotype. Right. You know. You and I love and I love diversity. You know that. I love diversity. I love being around different cultures. And, and, and right now it is a Black Lives Matter thing. I apologize if anyone feels left out out of this cause and try to keep throwing a little cause in. We're not talking about people with little arms right now. Okay, that, that that I don't know where that oh, came from. <laughs> now that was wrong. That was wrong. I don't know where that came from. That was the shortest. That was the shortism. Did I just short no, did that I was, short no, arm blame? I didn't mean that. What I meant is I should have said big elbows. 
What I was saying was, <laughs> like, this is, right now, this is for us. FUBU, for us, by us. <laughs> I'm skeptical. That's all I got to say. I still have a side eye. I'm still skeptical. I've always been down for Black Lives Matter. I've always been a part of us uh, getting in, succeeding, breaking down doors. I do it in a different way. Even if it's for me being in a town where I'm the only black person telling jokes in front of white people, I feel like I've accomplished something in mainstream. Not saying it in, like, because it shows me that people are people. You laugh no matter what. Like, you, you, we all go through the same stuff. We all relate. It, it, you relate to me, regardless of I'm black. We get along. We all get along. And I love it. I have diverse friends, different cultures, all that. I love all that. But right now, this is time. I, I'm side-eyeing it. I'm skeptical. I'm real skeptical. But uh, <laughs> mm. we'll see what's going to happen, Swizzle. I don't know what's next. Third quarter coming up? Well, we got the second half of 2020, you guys. And I don't know what ride we're going to go on. But um, we'll talk more about some more stuff. This went a little long. That's just because we haven't been on here for a minute. So we had to Everybody come out this year. Everybody loves black people and they're vegan. Black people and love vegan. I don't know what's going to happen next. I really don't. I, every day I wake up each... I, now I wake up in 2020 going, now what? Seriously. So everything is opening up slowly but surely in Wisconsin. Uh, me and Swizzle actually went out last Friday night. And it was cool. It wasn't a lot of people out. But we made the best of them few people. The few people that was there, that we was had out. a very good time. We had a very good time. And I needed that. It was one of those times where I wanted to feel normal. I did a virtual comedy show. Um, my gigs are starting to open back up. Thank God. I don't know how that's going to play out because a lot of places have to close through because of the economy. So we're in a crazy time. So I don't want to keep going on and on. I think we've, um, completed our obligation on this, uh, podcast. I don't think there's anything else. Is there anything else you could think of we need to talk about? Or you know, to? we got a shout out to our, our, our co-sponsors. Who's our co-sponsors? We didn't have our, uh, tell them what we didn't have this time. Go ahead, break it down. We didn't have our our Casamigos. You know, I'm not going to get into a, a dialogue about Casamigos, but, you know, it's, it's a very high demand right now. I, I know, because I tried to get us some. And, it and I would have loved to, to, to take a break in this this intense action and, and shout out to our sponsor, but we couldn't do that. So we had to settle for Uncle Tito, my guy from 2012. Uncle Tito. I've been Uncle rocking Tito. with him since then, or yeah. 2000. And a Kettle yeah. One. You know, I'm not really a Kettle One guy, but... We got to do what we got to do. We got to make sure it work because, you know, liquorism has no place in society. <laughs> Liquorism <laughs> has no place in society right now. Is that the new saying now? Did you just figure that out on Wednesday? So we cannot discriminate against liquor. Uh, last Wednesday. <laughs> liquor. <Today>. Liquor lives <laughs> matter. <Liquor. laughs> and it, well, I'm not going to, this is PG episode. Yeah. And our, yeah. It's not no PG. This is never PG. No, this okay. is us keeping it real. So we're going to have a talk. I would say there are some benefits to the whole. Well, we're uh, going to end Swab Live Matters. Uh, Yes, going we're on. toasting. Um, we're back on the stride. We had to take some time off because it was too much going on. And we've got the Generation Gap yes. podcast. Um, it's going to be your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Chisel, And then the co-host, 
Don Suave, aka you know Young Suave Sutra. Oh Lord! Yeah. Not gonna get into all of them. No, we want to end the podcast. Can you then, stop with your AKs? No, but we're gonna get into our other co-host, which would be Kenny International Walker, our father, and it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting. I'm yeah, pretty we're gonna have a good time with that. We're gonna talk to pops. We're gonna bring it up. That's a good time. And um, for you guys who don't know what our pops. Cause that's the only thing that that's the only way it's gonna change. It's gotta cause this is white people built all these laws and all this. We didn't do this. This is all them. Constitution, all that. We weren't free. When it that fourth of July, come on. Juneteenth, we was free. We still weren't free. It was Jim Crow. There was so much going on. Learn the history, people. Learn the history. Okay. I'm done. I just snapped <laughs> again. <laughs> You're snapping on them. I, I just stop. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Period. Nola J is tired, but not tired enough to tell jokes on Friday night. Lake Geneva. I'm a Geneva theater. Um, I, I think that's the website. And I'm horrible at promoting my shows. Everyone knows this. It should end up on nolajcomedy.com. It should when right? I do it, yes. Okay. So I'm gonna go tell jokes. I'm still gonna tell jokes. My my purpose in life is to make people laugh. But when shit bothers me, it bothers me. So I have this platform. So we're gonna end this. We're done. Um, I'm Nola J, aka Chocolate Bun, aka Jizzle. And I'm Don Suave, aka Young Suave Sutra, aka COVID Free. You know me all the way in season three shitty, episode. Shitty Don. Thank you. Episode sixty four. Episode eight squared is what I was about to say. Eight squared is that what you gonna do? You still shitty. We eight times eight right now. Shitty die. All right, we out, you guys. Uh, Make sure you uh, check out nolajcomedy.com. All the uh, articles and everything I talked about will be there. Contact me. Reach out to me Um, if you want to say something about my rant and say it was horrible. uh, Let me know if you love it. Whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, actions speak louder than words. Period. I'm out. Catch Nola J, the chocolate blonde, when she comes to your area. Friday, September 25th, between 6 and 9 p.m., it's U-Fest comedy series. Laughs on the Lake at Geneva Theater, 244 Broad Street in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Tickets available at eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com. See Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde, part of U-Fest and the U Stands for Unity comedy series, Friday, September 25th, between 6 and 9 p.m. at the Geneva Theater in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. See Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde, when she comes to your area. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website, nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.